Welcome to Motivation and Music with BBR. Hi, I'm BBR. Now, my last episode, I was telling you a little bit about myself and about the trials and traumas I've been through in my life. I hope you go back and listen to that because it's important about knowing who I am and why I decided to do a podcast. So today I want to talk to you about empath. An empath or a highly sensitive person. I am an empath. And it took many, many, many years for me to realize what an empath was and that I am empath. And an empath is a person who actually are emotional sponges. They actually take on other people's emotions. They're not just empathetic, because there's many empathetic people in the world, and there's people that can experience sympathy, but not so much empathy. Well, impact takes it to another level. They actually take on the feelings of other people, good or bad, joy or pain. And the kind of life I've had with so much trauma, so much grief, and so much loss in my life, and other people's problems, family and friends, that taking on all of this was devastating to my health. I did not realize that it was affecting me this way. And I actually thought that most people felt like I did. When people have problems, you just want to help them and you just feel so bad for them and you want to be there for them. I actually thought people felt as deep about it as I do, but they don't. They don't. And you may be an empath or highly sensitive person. Most autoimmune diseases, cancers, and other disorders are seen higher by empaths than others that are not empaths. We experience these things at a higher level than others. Now, being an empath, you know, it's on a spectrum. You can be a total empath or you can just be empathetic and then it goes further down to being sympathetic, then it goes to being nothing, you know. And that's the spectrum that you that you're on with anything personality wise. Well the studies show one to two percent of the population are true empaths. Well I really just don't agree with that, but we'll just say it is. And then they turn around and say 10 to 15% of the population are highly sensitive. So, you know, like I said, it's on a spectrum. But an empath, you know, they get distressed when they're confronted with a, a distressed person, a sad situation, or even a really upsetting movie. And they take on this emotion just like it's happening to them. And like I said, I thought people, all people felt like this for a long time. And I was have been a hospice nurse 
for many years. So, you know, I dealt with death and dying every day. So, with that going on, and with all the traumas and things happening in my family, there's no wonder I had cancer four times. And fibromyalgia and neuropathy and so much more please go back and listen to my first podcast and you'll see how much this trauma did to my body how much I have been through and it and it has to do with my personality I have a personality of an empath I'm always trying to help people I'm always thinking about, oh, let me see, can I figure this out for them and figure that out for them? Oh, and then when they're going through problems, oh, it's it's almost like it's ripping me apart. And that's how I've lived my life. Until it got to a point where I was being destroyed by my own emotions. So how do you know that you could be an empath? Well, they say the six signs that you may be an empath. The number one is people tell you all their problems. And this is so true. Um, you can meet someone for the first time, or you can be been knowing them for a little while, but they're going to just tell you all their problems day in and day out. And they actually want you to fix it for them. And even if you can't fix it, they still want to tell you. They can tell you the same problems over and over and over again. Or you can meet this person for the first time and they're going to come to you and tell you their problems. Now, number two is you have very good intuition. Most of the time, you can feel when things are not so great. You know, when things are going bad for someone or things are and, and doesn't seem right in a certain room you're in with a lot of people or, or whatever, you can just, you have this intuition, you can feel that things are not right. But even though you feel that, you may feel that this certain person not quite right, you're always going to give them the benefit of the doubt because that's what empath does. They give people the benefit of the doubt. Okay, then number three is crowds. When you're in crowds and it's noisy and a lot of people around everything, it is so overwhelming to you. Now, empaths will go to a party. They go to parties. But when it starts getting rowdy or when it starts getting too many people around, they're going to leave early. They They can't hardly tolerate a whole lot of drama. Number four is you really need your alone time. An empath must have their alone time. They like to read and just be in, you know, in solidarity sometimes. Then they like to think and create. So that's another sign that you be an empath. And number five, you always want to help people. Like I said, being an RN for 36 years and working with hospice, uh, you know, you you have to deal with the patient and the family at a very, very deeply sad, traumatic time in their lives. But you always want to help. Number six 
It impacts love, nature. They love to be in nature. It's very comforting to them. They just walk out the door. Sometimes I just walk out the door and see the sun. Oh, and it's just so beautiful. And it just affects me to my soul. Or oh, I could just go out and it's raining. Oh, and it just smells so fresh. And it just affects me, I mean, deeply. And I can see other people, they can look at this and they can see the sun and the rain or whatever. And they'll say, okay, it was a beautiful day or it's raining today. It just never, you know, it just never gets to that place in them where it gets in, in, to me, you know, and to other empaths. And there's nothing, I'm not saying anything wrong with that. We're just different people. We got different personalities. So being an empath, you have to be extremely careful to not to let all the negativity and all the sadness to get to you because it will affect your immune system. It will affect your nervous system. And it will affect them negatively. And then you'll end up with, you know, every time you turn around, you may have a cold, you may have a virus, or then it goes into something so much more serious. If you don't get a grip on what's going on in you, and it's wonderful that we have empaths in the world. But empaths must understand that they must pull back. Then you don't have to pull back that you care, but you've got to be able to understand you must take care of yourself. Because you can't help anyone if you don't take care of yourself first. So an empath must be able and be aware of what's going on with them emotionally, physically, spiritually. And the challenges of being an empath is, you know, you can get emotional fatigue and burnout. You know, you can just get people telling you these things over and over again. Don't take responsibility for their action. They just want to throw their garbage on you. And you can just get emotional burnout. And then you, you try to set up boundaries. And what happens with the empath most of the time? They set a boundary. They end up with an emotional vampire that's just trying to just take all your energy from you. And the emotional vampire doesn't care. So they go, they come back. They just, you know, they cross that boundary. And they come back to you. And what does the empath does? They allow them to do that. You can't do that. You have to set a boundary and you have to mean it. Because this is your life at stake here. This is your life, your livelihood, your health. And empaths also find it hard to make time for themselves. Because they're always thinking about what they can help for somebody else. But you must make time for yourself. You must have that quiet time. You have to have that. An empath has to have that to live a happy, genuinely safe life. You must have that. And also, empaths can be taken advantage of, of course, by those emotional vampires. People see that sensitivity you have, you know, that side of you that wants to help others and be there for others, and they take advantage. An empath must stop that. 
you must set those boundaries and you must be clear with those boundaries. And if a person does not honor your boundaries, then you must cut them off. You must cut them off. And also, an empath feels weighed down by the world. Because an empath is always in tune with what's going on around them. The sadness of the world, the injustice of the world, the horrible things that's happening in the world, especially these days. An empath actually takes this to their heart. It means a lot to them. When they see people suffer, it hurts them deeply. So they just get weighed down by the world. I'm saying all this to you but to let you realize that, you know, this could be you. You could be the empath. If you hadn't really looked into this before. You've had you've had so many traumas and so many things happen to you in your life and it has affected you, your body, it has affected your health and you just feel so deeply for things and people. You could be an empath. And you need to look at look at this and decide, you know, I need to I need to set up some boundaries, you know. I need to take care of myself better. Because nobody else is going to. Nobody's gonna take care of you like you. I hope you got something from my empath uh spill today. And I hope it'll help you to see see yourself better and your life better and feel that you'll feel better. And I thank you for stopping by. And next time I'll go in a little bit more about impact and what we can actually do for ourselves. Also, don't forget, my YouTube channel is coming up soon. BBR Music. I will do covers and original music. And I will keep you informed on when that will be. And I also want you to remember that we can fly. Thank you for stopping by. Take care. My body is asking me to treat it.